0: Little bit by bit, incremental improvements Mm -hmm. to to change a culture or habits is is really necessary. And I guess the discipline to be able to do that
1: hey everyone it's me again jake rice and welcome to the another episode of the design live show in episode 105 of tdls i sat down with aldridge tan aldridge is the cxo and co-founder of nextpay.ph the best alternative to bank accounts for small businesses and entrepreneurs in the philippines and the managing director of uxph which is the largest non-profit design organization and community here in the sunny Philippines. He is also a senior experienced architect and design leader who has led teams in some of the most successful tech companies throughout the US, Canada, and the Philippines, such as BlackBerry, Getty Images, Artipak, and Remitly. Being a huge advocate for collaboration and design learning, he helps companies weave design and creative culture in their ethos through consultations, workshops, and mentorship, while helping champion the cost to raise the standards of design practice throughout the Filipino tech community. In this episode, we talk about his awesome ground-up stories, how he and his team started Nextpay PH even during pandemic while managing a UX community, We also talk about practical advice on how to transition from freelancing to building your own business and why incremental improvements to change a culture or habits is really necessary and much, much more. So I hope you're enjoying uh, your day or your week, uh, wherever you are at in this wonderful and interesting world, Uh, ladies and gents. So thank you so much for listening to the podcast. if you haven't already please follow the podcast on any of your favorite podcasting app it's available on Apple Podcasts Amazon Music Google Podcasts and uh, Soundcloud right so you could check all the details that you want to know about this crazy mission at the so if you want to uh, help me out uh, create more meaningful content so you could also help and support this uh, This movement, alright. So again, you could help on just by downloading it and then by sharing it to your colleagues, right, or teammates, or right wherever you are in this uh, interesting world, alright. So that's it. So let's go dive into this week episode. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. You're listening to The Design Life Show, a podcast that's helping everyone grow to live a meaningful and creative life. It's me, Jake Rice, a designer from the Philippines, best known for being an advocate of essentialism and optimism. I'm sitting down with awesome people to talk about their journey, their process, and the lessons they've learned along the way. Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Rice, and welcome to another episode of the Design Live Show. I'm super pumped today, or actually tonight. So we're recording it around 8 p.m. Uh, Philippine time. So I'm I'm super pumped. I'm super stoked to have Aldrich. On the podcast, so he dropped by. So it's actually it's been a long overdue. So we, we we've met at UXPH event. Uh, I think that's that was last year or uh, early next uh, early this year uh, uh, if if my memory. Serves me right. So, yeah, without further ado, Aldrich, how are you, man? Thank you so hey, much for dropping by the podcast.
0: <laughs> hey, Jake Rice. Thanks for having me. Um, and you're right. This is really long overdue and uh, I apologize, but it's been crazy. But um, yeah, I'm really happy to be <laughs> here. Thanks again for having me.
1: No problem. I can't complain. So, you know, it's still, you know, it's still great that you, you have you've blocked some time to be on the podcast. And actually, uh, there's a lot of things going on, uh, like what you've said, on, on your career right now in your startup, right? And and uh, uh, and for me, it would be really great if you could share your snippets of experiences and uh, advice for aspiring entrepreneurs out there or creatives, which, you know, which uh, I really, you know, I really push through on this Interview. So, just to give some context, right? So, can you share a little bit about uh, you? Who is Outreach for, for those who haven't heard you and your works.
0: (laughs) Yeah, sure. Um, So my name is Aldrich Tan, and I'm the CXO and co-founder of Nextpay.ph, which is a digital banking platform for small and medium enterprises in the Philippines. Um, We help, it's a FinTech company, um, and we help a lot of small businesses kind of digitize their operations and streamline their finances um, all in one platform. So it's fully digital and uh, yeah, we've been, we've been, we launched around early 2020 and then we've been kind of uh, growing really, really fast ever since. I'm also currently uh, the managing director of UXPH or usability, uh, user, sorry, usability user experience philippines oh man can we edit that out (laughs) i'll I'll, I'll do a take two on that part but um yeah so uh yeah i'm I'm currently the managing director of uh ux philippines um, or uxph.org which is the biggest nonprofit organization for designers in the philippines and our goal is to really help spread uh better practices and more knowledge of of ux uh, all around the philippines and kind of just educate people on the value of design Um, and yeah, I'm actually a Filipino as well. I was born and raised in the Philippines. Um, you know, I, I grew up here, uh, but I also, uh, grew up, uh, I spent, about a third of my life or so uh, in North America, in Canada and the States um, for college and working over there. So I learned a lot of my design. I spent a lot of my design career uh, over there. And then ultimately, I decided it was time to move back home and, and kind of uh, see what I could do over here.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. And I uh, and, uh, ju- just want to learn more about, you know, uh, growing as a, as a kid growing up in the Philippines, right? And before you move into States, how What's what's what is like growing up uh, as a you know as a Filipino here as a uh, did you you know have you have you hone your skills within terms to you know uh, within some to tech or you know designs back then what's your you know what's your ground up story
0: Yeah, I um I actually didn't discover design until I went to college. So mm-hmm. uh, growing up in the Philippines, you know, I mean, I'm also. My background is Filipino-Chinese, so I was actually, um, you know, in, in high school, I'd never touched anything design. I was always creative, uh, and I was always uh-huh. a problem solver, right? But and I always wanted to make things, you know, easier to use and more efficient and all that stuff. But, you know, uh, back then, parang, we none of us really knew what UX was uh, or user experience, right? It was just a very new thing. So... I didn't actually touch any design programs until I got to college where that's when I discovered, oh, wow, there's this whole world of design and, and problem solving that on a digital medium that you know nobody really, really knew, I guess. Um, and so I, I started with that. I actually started out in graphic design um, and I did that for a little bit. I was freelancing. I just really, really loved playing around with Photoshop, Illustrator and Adobe InDesign and uh yeah it started with print design and then i eventually moved towards branding logos i just kind of fell in love with that world um but then you know as i matured as a designer and i took on more freelance projects and and did my own side projects um i realized because you know a, a brand is so crucial to a company but so is all the other parts of you know their their experience and that's when websites mm-hmm. came into play that's when apps came into play and in making everything kind of consistent and working you know from end to end and so that's how i kind of naturally gravitated towards uh, ux and solving problems uh, more comprehensively
1: yeah, hundred percent. I, I think it's really a natural progression ba- based on you know, uh, based on the things that you've mentioned. And I just wanna learn more, outreach with how you know when you are transitioning from from graphic design from print, print design and more on to web app, right? Website and who mm-hmm. who uh, this buzzword back then called UX, right? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it, it's I think there's a lot of. Uh, aspiring designers or creatives or entrepreneurs out there who you know really, uh, really they really find it hard to transition from one shift from another shift, right? Or from from one career to another. Well, what what's your thinking back then when you're transitioning from from uh, from graphic design into UX?
0: And again, like um, it wasn't super formalized. na I'm doing mm-hmm. UX, right? Um, uh-huh. But it, it just felt like a natural thing because, uh, you know, graphic design or print design, you're working with layouts, uh, you're working with grid systems and gutters and margins and all of that. And then you're doing it on a screen. And then for me, it it just kind of felt like I was doing print design, but for the web, which is like a website design. Um, so it just kind of naturally just progressed. And then, you know, I, I found myself designing brochures and flyers and print stuff. And then I was like, oh, you know what, I can also try and design your website um, mm-hmm. for, for my freelance clients. So th- that's kind of how it just fell into place. And then, um, yeah, all the learnings and everything just kind of happened that way. And then I eventually realized, oh, okay, th- th- this, this really links to each other. And the more and more digital people got and the more you realize like how the website is kind of the front face of your business at that time. So it, it was really important um, to have a good functional website and at the same time, a pretty decent looking brand at the very least. So and, and then uh, I guess uh, you just kind of dig deeper and then you kind of just get sucked into this this whole world of like usability problems mm-hmm. and, and consistencies and wireframes and all that. So um, yeah. Yeah
1: you you mentioned problems right I think when 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 you transition from you know from another field uh, I think uh, not only UX but uh, let's say in specifically for UX right so uh, you gain access for more learnings at the same time you gain access for more pr- problems right and uh, I think this is something that especially for those aspiring designer or just getting started or for anyone who transitioning from ux uh who should you know who should be uh who should be aware of right and para para let's say habang transition ka dito or ginagawa mo siya, you, you you won't say na oh shoot is one the in the sign up detail, right so when you when you say you know create uh, creating solutions for a problem especially specifically on ux uh do you have any practical advice for people out there uh, you know for design people uh, people out there who are designers there that want to really dig deeper on problem solving because uh, I think uh, it's really complex right and uh, when i'm When I'm trying to learn more from others like you as well with with great uh, designers and you know uh, uh uh learning designers there as well uh it, it 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 boils down that it's really complex right so what's your process about that to really you know make make sure that you're ma overwhelmed with all this stuff
0: <laughs> um how to not get overwhelmed and practical advice on on just UX in general. Oh man, there's just so much, right? It's, I think the information is just so endless. Like you go, you Google, everything is just a Google search away. Honestly, um, so you, you go on your browser, you 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 look up like tips for beginners in UX or how to how to UX or or anything like that. You'll just get a huge wealth of information. Um, but I guess for me, my my most practical advice, especially for people just starting out. Is to start with first principles, um, and so you know, just learn the the principles of design. Learn what makes a good design. Learn why it actually is considered a good design, or what what makes something um, usable or user friendly. Um, and then, just the more you kind of understand and kind of comprehend the basics, then the more you can move up and and practice uh, more advanced techniques and more you know advanced applications. Um, first principles, I would also actually, I might even say that that includes basic software. So right now, (laughs) the gold standard is using Figma, but um, there's also Mm -hmm. Sketch, there's Adobe XD, there's um, uh, Illustrator and all that, but definitely you should try one of the more popular ones because they are really tuned for UX and UI design, right? So yeah, just kind of learn Mm -hmm. the basics and Practice a little bit on your own. Look up tutorials. Look up uh, YouTube. There's just a wealth of information. And a lot of people think that you may need a formal, um, you may need a formal education in design. Not at all. I, I, I've come across some really, really amazing designers who have not mm-hmm. studied in a formal, uh, in a formal setting at all. They don't have a degree or anything. And you know, at the end of the day, I think design it's not a very academic field. So. Just for the people that are thinking like, oh, you know, uh, I want to do design, but I don't have any formal training. That's totally okay. You just train yourself. And actually that's what I did uh, through the years is I really learned by myself um, outside of school. Obviously school... I was very fortunate that school introduced me to the concepts of design, but it was really up to me and other, uh, other students to pursue like UX or interaction design or graphic or whatever you want. So my point is you don't have to go to school to learn all about UX. You can learn online for free and you get most of it by practice. Now, again, like I was saying, it's not an academic I, I, profession per se. Obviously, there are academics, there's courses involved in it, and that's totally fine. But to be an effective designer, you really don't need that. You just need to be able to design well uh, and understand, like I said, the first principles, understand what it means to really talk to users and listen for uh, listen to them. Um, yeah, things like that. So it's a lot. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know that a lot of people get tend to get scared. Or intimidated yeah. by it, <laughs> but I, I would say that's the same for moving to any new career or taking on mm-hmm. something you know completely new. And and it is scary, but you just start small and you try things out. But you know you just got to do it. Just just set aside some time, do a Google search, read, uh, watch a video, and just try it out, and then you'll get into the swing of it.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. And I think I also mentioned this as well uh, with some of my uh, with. Uh, with my my with my previous podcast as well, because uh, uh, a lot of people or a lot of uh, aspiring designers that I've talked to, you know, who just getting started, they get too overwhelmed because they want to try uh, a lot of things in one sitting, right? Or they want mm, to yeah. learn a lot of things in one sitting, like what Aldrich said, right? So you probably need, you know, try to uh, to do the in time learning and, you know learn what you need to learn right? at the moment, right? If you're if you're transitioning from uh, from another job into another career, right? So probably you don't have to learn all of those stuff in one one sitting or in one one day, right? So uh, mm-hmm. and uh, but uh, but big part of it because uh, because it's scary, right? Uh, is because uh, I think big part of it is to 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 have that that gut, you know, that grit to really you know, to really push through because uh, competition is more, you know, more uh, uh, more high right now, especially uh, maraming ano, talented designer and maraming aspiring designer. But at the end of the day, it's how you, you know, how you uh, pursue your passion at the same time, your purpose uh, in every career or industry that you are in right now. So, yeah, Aldrich, thank you so much for sharing that. And I just want to, you know, I think, uh, when when you learn this principle right outreach mm-hmm. and uh, uh, when you learn these tools as well I think one of uh, uh, one of the characteristic of for me uh, a designer as well is to be a better you know communicator or a team member right or mm-hmm. uh, because you you're gonna communicate every details or every solutions that you have, every design solutions you have to stakeholder, to your, to, your, uh, to, to your team, like developers, right? They have different jargons, they have different yeah. ideology, right? How do, how do yeah. you, you know, manage those? How do you empathize with different characteristics, different attitudes and then to really communicate your design solution?
0: that's a really good question um so actually before i answer that i do want to address one thing you said earlier where you know designers starting out they just they want to learn so much they want to try so much mm-hmm. at the same time that it can get overwhelming absolutely like but this is also another practical advice that i have uh, on that is take your time and take it mm-hmm. slow you know like have uh, maybe you can have a lesson plan for yourself and just say, Okay, well, I want to try one, two, three things and just practice that per week or something. Um, because you, honestly, you're not going to stop learning. You can't say, ah, I, I know this now, so you know, I, I figured it out and that's it. No, because um, the tools that we use, the design principles, the trends are always evolving. So Relax, lang. Like you're 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 gonna learn it in time. Just keep just keep at it. You know, it's it's a habit and, and a practice. It's a skill that you need to keep practicing. Um, as you grow as a designer. Um. So now the the next thing. Um. How do we kind of communicate with different stakeholders, and how do we ensure that you know that our messages are are coming across clearly, right? And you know, it's actually. A, a crucial, super, super crucial skill for a designer to be able to communicate properly. Um, so a designer's job is to listen and then listen to customers, listen to the stakeholders, listen to the data, everything that that you're seeing and you're working with, and turn that data into something meaningful, and <clears throat> into something useful um, that actually solves problems, right? So if you're listening to your stakeholders, one, you can... Learn the jargon that they're using a bit more. And then, two, you can actually end up speaking the same jargon here and there. Um, So, communication is absolutely key uh, all across the board. And, you know, designers not only communicate verbally, but visually, obviously. If you're doing UX, UI, or graphic design, that's all visual communication as well, right? So, yeah, being able to kind of translate ideas into something usable is what you got to work on um and i guess to to go even further the most effective designers that i have come across also know how to sell an idea and you know because again if you listen you're you're doing well that's good and if you make your ui or you know your your designs that's good too. About the pipes, yeah. Yeah, but it, but if you don't know how to sell it or communicate like why this is a good mm-hmm. idea to your stakeholders, to your clients, to your team members, then your designs yeah. aren't going to go anywhere, right? So you have to know how to get their buy-in and and say, "Okay, yeah, that makes sense," or work with you towards a, a solution that works. So it's super important listening and 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 communicating.
1: Yeah, 100%. And I just want to, you know, uh, highlight about uh, selling the idea, which I think this is, you know, this is the hardest part of all, especially if you're, if you're uh, an introvert, right? So most of, I started talaga as a a shy introvert, uh, creative, you know, growing up, I don't really talk a lot, right? Because it drains my energy, right? Uh, Probably most designers as well are kind of introvert in some way, right? and uh, how you know how can someone let's say uh for for our listeners out there tdls listeners who are kind of kind of not into the idea of you know what uh you have to sell this thing right with your stakeholders with your teammates yeah. right uh what what's you know what's what's the what's the uh how how can they shift the narrative to make sure that you know all of this uh, selling this idea is uh, should be part of the ex- equation.
0: How sorry? How do we sell? How do we a- actually yeah, how, sell our ideas?
1: How can someone? Yeah, yeah. How can someone shift their narrative? You know, for for anyone who don't have that confidence to sell, right? And mm. uh, what's your best advice for them to really, you know, you know what? Uh, go out there and try try to sell your yeah. idea. Well,
0: uh, I I guess with any skill, uh, you know, selling and communicating is a skill. It's a very vital skill uh, overall. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you just got to practice. You really, really got to practice. So practice writing, practice just talking to people or even talk to the mirror, you know, but I think what's crucial in communicating with somebody is you have to align with what they have in their head. Um, Mm -hmm. So let's say a client wants you know he wants he or she wants a, a website done and they say you know we want to increase conversions to our site or we want to increase signups signups to our newsletter now let's say a designer who comes up with a solution and just says oh here this is gonna this is gonna work just just do this uh here's the design okay and it's gonna work but if you don't justify why it's going to work and tell them how it's going to work your client or you know your team members—they're not going to see the same things that you see, and you have to kind of speak to mm-hmm. their agenda and the objectives that they have. Now, it's not always going to be that easy. It's obviously much easier said than done because you might have some difficult people here and there. Um, but you know, that's all part of—that's all part of it, to be honest. Um, so, anyways, mm-hmm. talk to them understand their objectives, and then you address their objectives as well. And, and you tie that together with how, with, with the ideas that you're selling. So, Hey, you want to increase conversions? Okay. Well here, this is my solution. This is why it's going to work. Uh, and then I did, maybe you can even do some usability testing and you really need to let Mm -hmm. the kind of the data speak for itself, not let the numbers show that, okay, your solution actually does help compared to their current one. Uh, and and that's how you kind of back back your design decisions up and sell your ideas. Um, I'll just keep it simple like that because it's, yes. it's a whole world of of different yeah. stuff in its own, yeah.
1: <laughs> super, yeah, I think it's super powerful already, Always. I think that's the meat and potatoes already. I'm 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 writing notes right now. Hopefully, anyone who are listening right now, you're writing notes as well. Although you could, you know, replay this <laughs> because it's, it's <laughs> yeah. recorded. But I think, for me, I'm always uh, trying to write notes at the same time because it really connects the dot in terms of how Aldrich should do his own thing, right? And uh, how could you as well to implement that with, you, within terms to your processes or within terms to your uh, skill set right now? It's 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 a whole different thing as well. It's it's up to you now, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, Aldrich, thank you so much for sharing that. And I just you know I just wanna uh, uh, learn more about how you you know how how you transition. You know, I kind of shift a little, a shift gear a little bit here. So, how you transition from, you know, from graphic design to UX design? Now you have NextPay, that PH, right? And you're you're building it with some of some awesome engineers, right? Or uh, entrepreneurs there and great people there, right? So, how how do you transition from from NextPay? Uh, what's you know what's your process? And uh, especially for anyone out there who has this entrepreneurial spirit to uh, to start their own, right? Or probably uh, start their brand as a creative. Can, can you share your practical experiences on that pace, or yeah. on, on that timeline, <laughs> if um, you could remember? <laughs> so
0: now I'm a startup founder as well. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. I always like to, mm-hmm. to kind of, I guess I always liked the dynamic of, of, of starting an idea and, and managing it and, you know, I guess, eventually making money off of it. Um, <laughs> but, <For sure. laughs> you know, what a, what a lot of people don't realize actually is if you're uh-huh. a freelancer, you're actually an entrepreneur because freelancing in itself is, is a business. You know, like a lot of people say, "Oh, I'm just a freelancer. I'm not a business owner." Actually, you are because you're owning your own business. You're you're owning your own brand. You are the brand, right? And the product or the service is your design work, and your the output is your designs. So, you know, I I think if you're a freelancer, uh, or yeah. If, if you're a freelancer, then you know you have to manage all aspects of it. You have to know about costing. You have to know about invoicing, collecting money, finance, and oh, you know just to keep yourself <laughs> afloat. So yeah, at the end of the day, you're running a, a one-person business. Or if you have partners, then you have a mini agency <laughs> of some sort, right? Yeah. So actually, a lot of designers are actually entrepreneurial in that sense. And I guess the those who really, really succeed or do really well at it is, again, those who know how to sell and know how to listen and, and take care of their customers for, you know, you get repeat uh, clients uh, or you get put on retainer and then that's your source of income. Um, for me, I was always interested in that. Um, I was also very fortunate in, in college to join organizations, college orgs. Um, about entrepreneurship, so I guess I was very inspired by my learnings there. Yeah, and and I kind of just wanted to put that into practice. I think at an early age, I also learned how to kind of manage teams. I I learned how to manage a small business. Uh, we had a small a- uh, design agency there too, so that's how I knew about you know uh, working with resourcing and timelines and and all that good stuff. Um, pero I think. Eventually, I just wanted to do more um, with 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 my skills and uh, what I thought about things, and yeah, I, I guess you know. Long story short, it it led to me establishing my own company here in the Philippines and just trying to see what how much impact we could have. Um, and I've always really wanted to make a lot of impact through through my work, through designs, or through I guess my startup, right? Main the main motivation for me is not really to make a ton of money, but as a business, obviously you need to make money to stay afloat. Yeah. So it's, yeah, yeah,
1: for sure, yeah, and uh, I think I always mention this as well, right? So money is not the main driver, right? So uh, money is just a fuel to really uh, to really uh, make sure that you you are leaning towards the right goals you know or right purpose that you are aiming for as a designer or as a creative entrepreneur like what Aldrich th- uh, said right and uh aldrich i, I think you know uh, before we dive more onto next pay right that pH, so we could probably learn more about that uh, before we you know before we end this podcast episode i just wanna uh, try to understand or i uh, wanna learn more about uh, when in terms to culture right uh, mm-hmm. kasi we've mentioned diba uh, uh yung selling lalo na sa filipino industry or uh, filipino culture hindi hindi masyado you know hindi masyado na pa practice ako uh ako i'm very honest na uh, i think uh parang parang hindi ko siya pinansin since from the start palang, lang diba kasi i just want to i just want to build beautiful uh web Website or <laughs> they wanna build mm. beautiful uh, designs, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Why should I care about selling, right? That's yung I'm idea about about it, right? So uh,
0: yeah.
1: if you know, uh, and uh, it's uh, but but you know, uh, as we progress as a as a human being, right? And we we, we try to we try to think deeper and try to uh, try to track what where we should at and uh, and then lalabas na yung selling part, right? And uh, uh, and then and then it's hard if yung culture mo, right? If your yung culture mo, you're get into it or probably you're stuck into it. Uh, wh- what's your you know what's your perspective about culture? How how we could you know how we could uh, probably break that or you know try to change that a little bit and make sure that we we try we try to hit our goals uh, on the on the Filip, Filipino tech community or Filipino design community what's your take on that
0: i guess um w- when you say culture do you mean like country culture or like design culture tech culture cuz culture is so broad uh-huh. here right there's like mga mm-hmm. iba subcultures within different communities so maybe you could clarify that for me but.
1: Ah, uh, In in general, na lang, like let's say, uh, country culture, right? Uh, mm. And uh, yeah. Okay. Um.
0: Yeah. That that's to be honest, like that's a very complicated yeah. topic, mm-hmm. right? It, it's so nuanced, and there's just so many factors that you gotta consider. And you know, if you're trying to address or change a certain culture. It's going to take years and years and years because generally, like, there's there's a bunch of people that do like change. There's a bunch of people that don't like change. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess let me address Nalang from my own experience um, because I've had the, you know, I guess the privilege of of experiencing um, both Filipino culture and uh, North American culture. And I, I, I guess that, that has really shaped who I am and how I view the world. Mm-hmm. Um and again, I I recognize that I'm very fortunate to to be able to do this, and that's why I would like to kind of share my learnings with other people, and um and obviously just kind of take the good parts of it, and and kind yeah. of shape how how we view and work with each other, and 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 that's we also make sure that we do that within UXPH or or within my company, and everyone kind of contributes them th- themselves their own personality, their own take to things, right? So. Mm-hmm. My experience so far in, in I guess the Philippines or I guess Asian culture in general is, you know, oftentimes you'll get very traditional mindsets, um, you know, from your parents and uh-huh. the government. Um, you <laughs> know, just, by and large, it's very traditional and um, and that's not a bad thing per se, but I guess for us to progress forward and adopt technology and just I don't know. There's so many things changing. Um, we have to be open mm-hmm. to change. And, you know, our generation right now and, and the, the younger generation, they're definitely very aware and, and open to, to that. Um, but they're met with resistance from, from the older generations. Now, how does that play into like companies or communities uh, or even just design? Um, again, traditional mindset, um, and this is a generalization, but traditional mindset might be like, ah, well, that's how we've always done it, or, you know, it, it works, so why why bother changing it, right? Or, mm-hmm. eh, ganun talaga that's how we want to do it, so we're not going to try it and, and do it anything. Is, right? Yeah, it is what it is, so good luck. <laughs> but, you know, the, the more, I guess, modern or progressive mindset is like, okay, well, that has worked before, but we need to change things up because... It's no longer working now or, you know, society is evolving mm-hmm, now. 100%. Yeah. So how, how, how do we do that? Well, we do it little by little, one person by one person or, you know, group by group, you introduce little concepts here and there, and you turn things into habits and um, you kind of embody the culture that you want to, to, to have. Um, so now i'm I'm speaking more in terms of uh, smaller scale, like within your own community or within your own mm-hmm. team, your design team or your friend group, or whatever it may be. You just try to adopt these uh, these habits or these these good parts of, I don't know, cultures that you've seen. Let's say, for example, um being more upfront with people or being, you know, um establishing psychological safety uh, or talking you just being less hia about about asking questions or hiat to give feedback, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. uh, I think us in in the Philippines mm-hmm. we have such a hiat culture and to be honest that's one of my <laughs> one one of the things I've identified is so non conducive to progress or to 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 getting to good designs or getting a good product is because people are too shy and ashamed to ask questions. And so for me in the company or uh, within the organization, VXPH, we really, really value psychological safety and inclusion. And we want to make people feel like their opinions matter because it really does. However people feel about things, however, um, whatever they say about it, it actually matters. And, you know, so everyone has a voice. Um, Now, it's easier said than done. It's very difficult because outside of your, your, your group, people may not be practicing the same things, right? So there's going to be a push and a pull of, of your behavior. And so that's why, I mean, it's going to take time. So I hope I'm not too, speaking too abstract at, uh, a- anymore uh, or right now, but basically little bit by bit, incremental improvements mm-hmm. to, to change a culture or habits is, is, is really necessary. And I guess the discipline to be able to do yeah. that uh, is super duper important.
1: So yeah, yeah. Got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. Yeah, super yeah. interesting. So that's yeah. super useful. And uh, in other words, right? So I think what like what Aldridge would really mean as well is consistency builds momentum, right? Yes. If, if you're being consistent uh, every day, right? Be better, at least one percent better every day, and then you'll get two hundreds. Uh, you know, in one year, how many, how many percent? <laughs> you're going to be better so you know do you do the math right if you want to exclude the weekends right <laughs> you just want to be <laughs> that, uh, yeah. on the yeah. weekdays right so you know at least 1% better so and mm-hmm. I, that's one thing that i also learned for the for talking with a lot of great human beings as well when it comes to uh, creating a uh, uh, you know a more inclusive environment a more inclusive uh community right or mm-hmm. uh in, in for me a more inclusive family because we try to really we we are very close-knit here right we try to make sure that everyone is heard as well yeah so yeah that's really good man uh, thank you so much dude super that's super useful and hopefully uh, everyone who are listening right now would find it useful as well as uh, as much as i do so yeah, so yeah i, I hope so too we, <laughs> for sure man <laughs> so before you know before we we go dive uh in uh you know before we end this this you know podcast episode or probably share more about uh next pay that ph and you know ux ph as well for for everyone who uh, haven't heard that before so uh in general like like in bird's eye view right uh, mm-hmm. uh let's say you're flying in the sky right so seeing all this uh, beautiful de- uh, beautiful design communities right small <clears> communities <throat> there there and uh in the in the in the philippines right what's your best practical advice for them to you know uh, if they want to uh if they want to progress when in terms to their career and business right now
0: so my advice to i guess communities or just individuals in general um would be well to, firstly to individuals it would be if you want to progress and build your skills and learn more from others is to join the community. Uh, there's there's a lot of communities out here in the Philippines, um, and there's a lot of international ones, at least. Everything is really just a Google or a Facebook search away. Um, and if you want to join, you can join UXPH uh, for one of them. And, you know, there's all these these tech communities as well. And, you know, um it's it's really all digital you you just go in, you just join the group and you can ask questions, and people are more than happy to to reach out or reply to your posts and just give give advice here and there. It's really really inclusive yeah. it's a safe space um and don't be shy, Wagna right so yeah. <laughs> um yeah well, just sure. uh, just ask that and then for communities naman um I would say work with each other more. Uh, for, for us at UXPH, we really reach mm-hmm. out to a lot of this, different communities, even ones outside of the Philippines, like UX Vietnam, UX Thailand, UX Indonesia. They're all so excited to, to meet our Southeast Asian cousins and just collaborate on things together. And it, it's so cool. It's so inspiring. Yeah. And we get to go out of our mm-hmm. own borders nowadays, right? Everything is just on a Zoom yes. or a Hangout or whatever. Angaling, it's just so cool um and yeah super inspiring so work yeah. together as actually a when
1: you're yeah when you're mentioning that I'm having Guzman, because because of this tech right you we could learn so much more we could do so much more and uh, and most importantly like what Aldrich said you could collaborate with individuals yes. who align with your brand values with your goals and at the same time with your uh, with with how the way you look at things right so yes in day right in the kite right? you have different perspective you would learn at least one or two from 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 anyone who you engage with right online yeah, or for physically sure. right <laughs> for so, sure yeah. man thank you so much for sharing that I, I i got a lot of a ton of value from you know from talking with you and hopefully uh people would uh would find it useful as well and before we uh, i lagi ko ano na before we end this podcast episode uh, i have last question so do you have uh, like best uh, best books out there who want to uh, if if everyone who want to learn more about ux what's your uh, books books or book recommendations do you have do you have one
0: yeah um i have a few but to be honest like my my library is a little outdated, I think. Um, it's been a while since I've read like a very intensive UX, UI book uh, just because my priorities in, in my career have kind of shifted more towards working with people, building products, and a little bit of entrepreneurship. But for those looking to start a career in design or just learn more about it, you know, you can't go wrong with the golden greats or like the design bible, which is called the Design of Everyday Things by Don Norman. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's just a good starting point to to kind of get you um, warmed up in the world of design and how to look at things with a design lens. And then if you're wanting to do more UI work, uh, Don't Make Me Think by Steve Krug is always pretty good. Um, it's all about simplifying your designs, and you know from the title is helping your users not really think too hard when they're using the interface. Um, very valuable, very practical tips over there. And then um, I guess the last thing that I always, always advocate for in, and always uh, recommend, both more than just to designers, to entrepreneurs, or it's just so applicable, this book, um, to, uh-huh. to everybody. It's called The Mom Test. Um, mm. So that one mm. is one of my all-time favorite books because mm-hmm. it gives you such fundamental um I I guess, practical advice on how to ask better questions and how to draw insights from people, uh, whether it be a usability test or a conversation or uh, user research or anything like that. It gives you such an amazing fundamental uh, basis and um, all these skills on asking those right questions. And I, I, I firmly believe that if you use And really embody the 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 lessons that were being departed uh, or given to you in the mom test, that you will become a better designer. You will become a better professional or a product builder. Or you know, it's again, it's useful even in social situations, just making new friends or talking to people. It's so so good. (laughs) So the mom test by uh, Rob Mm. Fitzpatrick.
1: Gotcha. noted on that. So for anyone who are listening right now, I will put that on the show notes below, so you could check that out. And yeah, man, thank you so much again. Uh, for those who want to learn more about you, or if they want to reach out, if want to ask questions, right, uh, including me. So I want to ask more questions. <laughs> as well. sure. With next p next pay that Where did they could find you or? Uh where they could reach you out.
0: Sure. Um well I I guess I have a lot to plug, right? Like I mean, if you're interested in Nextpay uh, for your own business, go to nextpay.ph and check it out. Uh, if you're interested in learning more about design and joining the Filipino community, uxph.org or search it up on Facebook. But if you want to contact me, um, you could search me up on adplist.org. Uh, just type in my name and, you know, you could book a, a mentorship session with me um, or, you know, I'm very accessible on Twitter um, at AldrichT. Um, so it's my name, Aldrich, with a T at the end because of my last name. Um, or just connect with me on LinkedIn. So search me up, Aldrich Tan. Um, I try to respond to people as much as I can. Uh, lately, I've been super duper busy, but uh, I, I do my best to, to, to still give advice uh, You know, when I can to, to budding designers. As as long as I know that they're very serious uh, about, about learning, um, and I'm happy mm-hmm. to give a little bit of my time to, to help those who grow.
1: Yeah, bro. Thank you so much for doing those great things uh, for the community. Yeah, appreciate you, man. And uh, and of course, for anyone who want to, you know, uh, want to ask some questions, just don't spam Aldrich. This guy is a little bit <laughs> busy right now. <laughs> just feel just free to spam. message, and I'll get yeah, back to you <laughs> <laughs> eventually.
0: <laughs> now nah, I, I, I I try my <laughs> best. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so uh, yeah, th- this guy is you know, it's it's. So, for you know, th- there's a tremendous growth happening with with uh, with him right now. you know, i'm I'm really looking forward for more for for you, man. Thank you so much uh, for doing all of this great stuff for the community as well and for the design and uh, and then for the country. So, man, uh, again, uh, for anyone who are listening right now, so you could uh, go down to our show notes below, you could check all the things that we mentioned, the books, recommendations, the links. And then at the same time, you could check the podcast or follow the podcast on any of your your favorite podcasting app, actually major podcasting platform. It's available on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud. And uh, we're available now on Amazon, uh, even via web app or via Audible app. So you could... You know, you just uh, search The Design Live Show and you could check all the am- amazing episode, including this with Aldrich. And you could go to the designliveshow.com. That's the designliveshow.com to learn more about this uh, crazy mission that I'm doing right now. So, yeah, again, man, thank you so much, dude. Thank you so much for dropping by on the podcast and I hope you enjoyed the podcast session with me.
0: Yeah, that was fun. Thank you again so much for having me. Um, and long overdue, so I'm, I'm glad we finally got to do it. Uh, and I finally yeah, got, to, got to meet you. <laughs> and um, yeah, I know you're a huge advocate as well for, for learning. So kudos and props to that. You have my support, brother.
1: And that's it. So thank you so much, guys, for listening again to the podcast. And I really appreciate it. For those people who are asking me on how to support the podcast, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts so in that way, you can help me to reach more people and make the podcast more discoverable within the ecosystem. You can also take a screenshot of this podcast and share it with your friends, colleagues, or to anyone that might be interested in this kind of contents. You can also support the podcast monetarily by visiting jchristteves.com forward slash or patreon.com forward slash tdls and you can also shop courses and tools online to design the life you really deserve by visiting my shop at shop.jcristeves.com and you can book a call today i don't bite. just let me know guys so the last one would be also by listening and to all the podcast episode and previous episode and however you support my message uh how however small that is uh more than enough and it means the world to me so thank you so much and see you again next time